All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast, the Day Burba edition, episode number 34. I'm your host, Coop, and today was the trade deadline in Major League Baseball. The Reds made some trades. Other teams made some trades, but we don't fucking care about them. Uh, and and not, that dog doesn't care either. So let's get started here. Uh, we got Branch on. Branch, how you doing? Good. Good. I kind of needed a hug last night, but right now I'm doing pretty good. Excited to be here. All right. We also have Kevin. Kev, how's things down there? Pretty good. I'm inside. I fixed my air conditioner on my car, and all the kids are in bed. Okay, uh, <laughs> coming to you live from a crack house in Iowa, we have Phil. Phil, how you doing? Hello. I'm back. It's been a month since I've been on. Like time flies when you're having fun. And when we're doing this show. God damn it. And we also have Ken, Obscure Former Reds. Ken, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Shout out to Juan Carlos Salberon and Donnie Joseph who was traded for Jonathan Broxton in 2012. Nice. And here's the thing, Polly. what's happening? Hey, here's the thing. Nothing. What's happening with you? No, just as you would say, living the dream. I'm well, living the dream. Oh, I am too. Guess what? Boom. Ah, there you go. I don't have one. I don't have one with me or else I would do the same. Shout out also to Brandon Clawson, who also wore number 34. And Homer Bailey. Nope. Exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, how are things down there in Nashville? It's fine. It's all fine. Really? Because you seemed like you were having a bad time last night and today. <laughs> yeah, I was having issues. <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. Just, just think of the song by um, that semi-charm. Uh, Step back from that ledge, my friend. Polly, never again. Don't do that. <laughs> no singing. We also have Burmy. <laughs> Burmy. What's up? There it is. I just want to give a shout out to Ram at Unc Ram. All right. Shout out to Ram. And we also have Woo, the Woo. Woo. How are things? Doing well. Shout out to Yeti for being your microphone. Yes, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but I have a new microphone. So You sound fantastic. Well, I always do, but thank you, Kevin. Uh, so when you're listening to the podcast this week and if you think I sound better, let me know because I know the audio issues have been a constant complaint in the previous 33 episodes. So maybe, maybe we finally solved that issue. 33. Really? We get, we're still getting complaints after like some people, after we even said, Stop muting or start muting yourself. Yeah, I, I get at least one complaint a week, but that's okay. That means people are listening. They're old. Thank you. All at right. least one person listened. Hey, <laughs> we have like 200 people that listen. So shout out to you people. Uh, to be fair, they're probably all my kids. 
So shout out to Kev's kids and the other five people that listen. Exactly. Kev's uh, kids are going to have the best fucking vulgar vocabulary ever, though. Kev, Kev your right. kids definitely should listen. I mean, it's going to put Ram's kids to shame. And Ram's kids awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Ram. Um, okay, so today was the trade deadline. Uh, last night, the Reds made probably the biggest move of the deadline. Well, maybe Zach Grinky deal was bigger. But the Reds, Padres, and Indians made a three-way three trade. Everybody loves a three-way. The Reds end up with noted piece of shit Trevor Bauer. Cleveland got Framil Reyes and Logan Allen and Victor Nova from the Padres and Yasiel Puig from the Reds. Well, they also got Scott Moss from the Reds. And then San Diego got Taylor Trammell, the Reds' number one prospect. So on the surface, how should I put this? I'm not a fan of Trevor Bauer, and it has nothing to do with his ability. Trevor Bauer, in my opinion, is a psychopath. I mean, he was stalking an underage girl on Twitter. Some of the things he said, some of the things he's done, he basically, he, this is somebody who almost cut his finger off right before a playoff game because he was fucking around with a drone. On the, when he's focused and on the field, he's a great, great player. But what happens when he goes off the deep end? I want to start with, uh, here's the thing, Paulie. Should the Reds be concerned about Trevor Bauer off the field? Here's the thing, absolutely. Just, I think most, I, we all forget that these people, these guys are human beings and that these guys are most likely very, a lot younger than us and they're kids. Yeah. They got a lot of money right away and they have, the ability to have all these toys. Now, I I hope to God they have the conversations with these with these players and like when they sit them down with these contracts is like you can't be stupid. Like, are they even having t- those types of conversations? Can you even have those types of conversations? I don't even know. Like, that's one thing I've always like wondered about. But with Bauer, he's an idiot for one. I, I don't like this trade at all. I'm disheartened by it, but it moves the needle a little bit further or forward. And let's fail forward. That's what we're doing with this right now. Ken, give us your thoughts. I'm trying not to care what he does with his drones or with, well, women as long as they're not underage. Um, I just hope this clubhouse seems to have really good chemistry. And I just hope he doesn't screw that up. Um, everyone seems to like each other. And he was quoted as saying, I'm good at two things, throwing baseballs and pissing people off. And if he screws up this clubhouse for, for this year and next year, it, it's, they're going to be worse. Phil. So, okay. Breaking news. There is breaking news on the Trevor Bauer trade. Really? Uh, yes. Zach, 17 minutes ago, Zach Measle, M-E-I-S-E-O-L, from The Athletic in Cleveland, tweeted that Trevor Bauer said he pitched for two months with partially torn ligaments in his ankle and back... And, uh, I'm sorry, ligaments in his ankle, and he also had back spasms. So, damaged goods, apparently. Well, the Reds traded... 
the Reds traded their number one prospect for a year of this guy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Unless they are absolutely going for a World Series title next year. And I just, I, I mean, I, that would be, that'd be great, but I just, I don't, I don't see it. Well, how the fuck did he pass a physical? God, the Reds medical staff strikes up fucking again. Um, uh, we can't, we can't jump to conclusions on that. We oh. really can't. There, the conclusions no have already been jumped. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he said he was truly healthy for seven or eight starts this season. Branch, your thoughts. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just fuck. Okay, the dude himself really pisses me the fuck off. He, he's a, he needs to have a dad that smacked the shit out of him when he stepped out of line. Because he just has no respect for any other human being in the world. I, I, he's very talented. He could... Hell, he's liable to end up winning a damn Cy Young someday. But... Shit, that news fucked me up, Bill. Um, they're going to... Uh, if, if, if they traded damaged goods... Gosh, what was that that happened with San Diego a couple years ago and the Braves? It was San Diego and the Marlins and Luis Castillo went back to the Marlins. Yeah, that's right. Um, and who so can forget the... There. That's just a lot to take in. But I think I think that if he comes on and he, and he does this thing, the point I was going to make before Phil, you know, just dropped that nuclear bomb in my lap, uh, was that, um, you know, these players that have issues other places don't have them in Cincinnati because Cincinnati knows how to keep their goddamn mouth shut, you know, and deal with, deal with people because, well, it's Cincinnati and everybody's kind of crazy. Um, and I don't think it'll be that big of an issue and hopefully he's growing up and he can throw a baseball. He can throw a damn baseball really well, but, and it, and it could be great. It really could. One, with the one, two, three with Castillo Gray and Bauer could be just, it's the best rotation in the NL central. And that's, I see why they did it. I don't like it, but I see why they did it. And either, that's all I got. either that or he's Gary Majeski. Kev. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, I'm still trying to see if I can find out more information about this because the article is from earlier. Anyways, um, I think it's a, he's a little bit too much like Matt Latos. And best case scenario, obviously, you know, we say World Series, but best case scenario is that he finishes this year, plays next year, and with the um, – what, what is it we can offer him a one-year – Deal the um, what? is it not arbitration? Arbitration. Qualifying offer. We could afford that. It's about nineteen million dollars. But I don't think I know. He said the one year, but that's technically another one year deal. So we maybe can get him for that. But I think that's about how long he would last before, before you know, he turned into crazy again. Because if you look at Latos, Latos is the same kind of. You know, just about as crazy, if not crazy. And he had two really good, solid seasons, and then he started to go off the deep end. And so if we can get at least next year out of it, keeping on the straight and narrow, our biggest thing is going to be having veterans in our on our team that will keep him in line. And I don't know who's going to step up. Is it going to be Suarez? Because I don't think Vado is a, a vocal leader. So it'll be interesting to see who, who ta- kind of takes the reins and set, you know tries to keep him in check at least a little bit. Woo, your thoughts? 
back to your question on him and how he affects the club. Um, I, I don't have any reason to worry yet. <clears throat> There's been plenty of comments that come out where from players who seem to be kind of big fans in the clubhouse. Um, we'll see here in the next few weeks if anybody throws him under the bus. Uh, Terry Francona kind of a little bit did, but you know that's after the last incident. Uh, and I can understand a manager having a different opinion or viewpoint than, than the players. Um, uh, in, in terms of the trade, you know, uh, from from a, from a non-baseball stance, uh, you know, I, I get like fans who are turned off and fan uh, by this and are, are upset, and um, those that uh, aren't. Um, it's kind of a gray area a little bit with them. I think he's a, a you know a pretty bad human overall, but. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not here to really judge other fans and how they want to view it. You can have your opinion on that one. Uh, from from the from the baseball perspective, you know, I both like and hate this trade at the same time. Um, it it my my temperament has calmed a little bit. That's potentially some more details came out in terms. You know, you looked at the Stroman trade and like, oh wow, the Reds overpaid. But you know, according to the Reds, at least, uh, you know, they were looking for pitching prospects, which the Reds don't have any of. Um, I think if you you look at what the Reds have done with pitching with Derek Johnson, um, I think they're looking at this guy, and let's say he is a little dinged up now. It's not really about this year, right? They're going to say it is, but it's really about next year. I think they've made the first move of we're all in for 2020. Uh, but you just look at what um, Derek Johnson's done to date. It's rather impressive. You know, um, It's kind of like, they are trying to say this is a destination for pitchers, right? At Cincinnati, is even with our ballpark, we're a destination. You know, they're sitting top ten in most of the important stat categories, um, and I think this is about you take this guy and if you can put him back into that ace. And he's had a down there this year. Maybe it's partially due to injuries, but you can put him back to the ace level like he had had previously, along with what they've done with other pitchers here. Um, I think you're you're redefining Cincinnati as a destination for pitching. Kind of like the Astros, you know. You know, I think I saw someone joke about how, um, you know, with the with the trade with the Astros today, how he, you know, all of a sudden, oh, I look forward to throwing ninety, high nineties again or mid nineties or something like that, because you know Astros have that reputation to be able to turn a pitcher around uh, with Grinky. Um, so I, I, you know, Derek Johnson has complete control here. You know, is about a pitching program. You know, over the entire organization. Um, and I think this kind of just falls falls in line with that overall. Burmy, your thoughts on Bauer? I mean, I, I think in the entire trade, Bauer, whatever. I mean, I've <clears throat> obviously said on Twitter that I think he's a psychopath. I think we've all well established. I think the biggest thing out of this trade, obviously besides lo- losing Trammell, would be just how I think crestfallen is the best way to describe you know, all of Puig's social media posts. I think he generally really enjoyed his time in Cincinnati. Um, I think he gave a lot back to the community. And I think he was legitimately sad to leave. And I think that's the part that I think most Reds fans are having the tough time with. I think, you know, we are also focused on, you know, organization as a whole that a lot of us worry about, you know, top prospects and things like that. But I think to the casual fan, you know, Puig was such an instrumentally fun part of this team. And he seemed like one of the big pieces that kept – the camaraderie up throughout the season. And I think that to me was the toughest part of the trade for most Reds fans. Ryan. I fucking hate it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bring it, Ryan. Come on. Let it so, out, baby. Well, so look, uh, I caught it. I had a fucking meltdown last night. Um, I had to tweet through it. I didn't want to tweet through it because I didn't want, you know, my thoughts, uh, my real thoughts being out there so much. But fuck it. Um, fuck Trevor Bauer. Fuck the Reds. Fuck this front office. Um, and that's been morning. the Hunt for Reds October podcast. Yeah. Thank you for everyone well, for listening. No, look, I, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning, and I I wasn't as angry about it. At the end of the day, now I I understand it a little better. I see what they were trying to do. Um, you know, I don't like Trevor Bauer. I think this all falls squarely on Derek Johnson's shoulders. Period. He's the only one that uh, I think is going to be able to actually, you know, keep Trevor in line, so to speak. I don't think any of the, any of the other pitchers can, although I will say it would be hilarious to watch Sonny Gray punch him in the mouth because we know, all know that Sonny Gray can do that now, which is great. But, you know, I love, I love Puig. We all know this. Um, I wanted him to be extended. I would love for them to re-sign him. I'd love for them to bring him back in the offseason. You know, I saw quotes today where they said, you know, we hadn't gotten to a point where we thought we could extend him. Um, that's fine. Um, but I also saw that they didn't exactly rule out bringing him back altogether. That could be lip service to, you know, dumbass fucking people like me. Um, but, you know, they've got to spend money this offseason period. This team, the way it's stacked up right now, Unless, you know, Aquino and Josh Van Meter are the next superstars of the major leagues, um, they don't have much at all. And they need, they need to bring in people. So, um, you know, the only thing I can say is at least we didn't give up a package that would have brought in, you know, a Noah Syndergaard and only get Taylor Trammell back like the Padres did. Kev. Let's talk about what the Reds gave up. Taylor Trammell, the number one prospect in the Reds organization. A lot of people tried to poo-poo on him because he's hitting something like 236 in double A. He's 21. You don't give up on a 21-year-old that's in double A. He is still a legitimate top 50, top 30 prospect in all of baseball. Yasiel Puig, everybody loves Puig here. He probably was not coming back. And then... Moss, the pitcher down in Chattanooga, he pitched at Florida. He's not a non-prospect. I think he was the Reds' number twelve prospect, something like that. He's got a he's got a chance to make it to the majors, but to me, Trammell is the big deal in this. And then what Ryan said, I don't know what the Padres were doing, but Kev, give me your thoughts on: Are you okay with Trammell being included in this deal? Well. Tremel's the one, yeah. He that was the hard pill to swallow. I Tremel, I know we had discussions this off season about making trades, and I know Bowers was specifically mentioned then. And I don't think we wanted to give him up for Bauer for two full years. So I know it's it's, it's it doesn't sit well with any of us. And yeah, there's a lot of people out there, not necessarily you know poo pooing him, but they're saying that. Um, you look at some of the percentages and the swing rates, and he's still striking out at higher and higher rates, and he hasn't adjusted to double A. But, I mean, as bad as 
I mean, he doesn't have any power this season, but if you ignore that, all of his other numbers are completely above average. I think what's his, uh, it's, they said it last night on, uh, the Red Reporter podcast. He's still at, um, his value is 109. I forget what the stat is. What? But, OPS uh, plus? Yeah, OPS plus 109. So he's still above average as, as bad as it seems like he's going. Uh, Scott Moss, I, I mean, he was a likable guy, but I, I think he's a lot like a uh, Sam LeCure kind of guy. He would have been like a reliever slash fifth starter. Puig, especially with the comments we've seen later, you know, later in the day today, doesn't look like he they even considered to sign. Like they they might have mentioned one time, "Hey, would you take this?" And he just laughed. So I don't think he was coming back. So I, it sucks that he's gone, but I don't think they were. I mean, there was no point in keeping him at this point. So I'm okay with Puig, but that Tramel's going to be a hard one to swallow for a while. And I think part of the trade they they made with the A's today, getting that uh, that first round or that second round center fielder is like kind of his I replacement. I think they're trying to let. Yeah, he's Jim. not he's not near the yeah. same level, but he's he's like a yeah he's a replacement. He's like well, at least we can get somebody comparable. And we'll and, and we'll, he's kind of in the. I was just going to say, we'll talk about him when we talk about the Tanner Roark trade. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what they were doing. Wu, uh, what are your thoughts on what the Reds gave up and ended up with Bauer? My only real complaint about giving up Trammell is I would have preferred to ha- get a guy back that had two years control versus one. Um, yes. that, that's my biggest gripe about it. Um, overall, I'm fine with moving them. I'm fine with the concept. The Reds needed to take these guys and and move them. Um, I know a lot of people have the personal conflict with them, but from a baseball perspective, that's that's the big thing for me. Um, Trammell is unlikely to you know be a, a large impact in this next window, the next you know three years or so. Um, so this is kind of what you need to do. You got to package them, got to move them to get somebody um, that you know the Reds need known commodities this next one to three seasons at the end of the day. And and Trammell's a prospect. He's a prospect, and you just don't know what you're going to get. So. Um, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I'm not that upset about losing them. Um, it's really just down to about that control. Maybe it works out and you offer him a qualifying offer next year and he takes it because he's all evidently about one-year deals and maximizing yeah. that profit there. Maybe that works out. Uh, who knows? Maybe he likes it here. Maybe he's not as crazy here. Who knows? We'll see. Um, well, that's the thing is, in my opinion anyway, if Trevor Bauer was even just a normal major league person off the field, this trade is, I don't have any problem at all with the trade. It's just that baggage and the fact that he can't control it. That's an issue. It's also what the first time he's really, well, I mean, he was traded before, but from a major league perspective, right. you know, yeah, you know. So maybe he'll do some growing up. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Burmy. Uh, unlike, unlikely, but we'll see. Yeah, Burmy. I actually think Trevor Bauer made his debut against the Reds uh, with the Diamondbacks, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure if it was a GABP or not, but I vaguely remember. I think it was 2012. Had he played by then? I don't remember. I think 2012 was his rookie year, but I, I, I could be off by a year or two. I, that I was the year he was traded, I know. It yeah, I think he, he debuted, debuted for the Diamondbacks in 2012. I think it might have been against the Reds. <clears throat> I'm not totally sure. Someone he, he to fact check that. He pitched four games in 2012 yeah. with Arizona. Okay. So yeah, I uh, 
you know, I think, you know, it's kind of funny that he definitely, uh, you know, if he indeed made his debut against the Reds, it's coming full circle. Um, yeah, losing Taylor Trammell sucks. It sucks the most for Tyler Stevenson. I feel bad for that, uh, that friendship they have and, you know, all the fun shit they've done, you know, coming up through uh, the minors together and then getting sent off. Obviously, you see stuff like that on social media that sucks. Um, everybody else will touch on the baseball aspects. I figured I'd go to the personal aspect there. Um, yeah, I, I just I oh we could, we could open forum this, but anybody else uh, felt that Puig leaving like that was the saddest a player's been to leave Cincinnati like that in God knows how long. Yes, yeah. yes. When you watch yeah. that video, oh my God, Travis and Sean Casey, honestly. And I think it's a sign that he actually Donner. might come back. I think that I agree. I agree with you on that. Thinking. I don't think that's wishful. That's wishful. But the way things went down, the way Puig went out, to me, I hope they maybe had a conversation with him and be like, hey, we're going to do this and you know baseball is business. And be like, if you're available in, come December, let's talk. Maybe they had a conversation with him about that. Who knows? But I hope to God they maybe. Oh, I hope they. The I, I hope they at least call him and say, "Hey, are you you have any interest in coming back?" I mean, that that's doing your due diligence at least. I mean, just give him an offer. I don't think they burned any bridges. I really don't. Yeah, I don't no. think so either. Ryan, Agreed. go ahead. Agreed. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think they should. I think they should totally try to bring Puig back. Um, I'm all for that. I think he's was. Honestly, the heart and soul of the team for most of the year, I think you should definitely bring him back. If you don't count Puig as part of the long-term assets, you know, they didn't really give up that much. Um, they guess they gave up their top prospect, who, um, while he's a very good player, and his numbers are down this year, but I feel like everyone's numbers are down this year, especially on that double-A team. Um, I don't know if there's something with the park or – you know, there's something with the league, maybe, to where you know they're just everyone's offense is down in Double A right now. Is so. that a different league than Pensacola? Is that a different league than Pensacola? Sorry to interrupt, but is that a different league than Pensacola? Uh, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'd have to look it up. I really don't remember. Um, but last I saw that the major leagues and Triple A's offense is through the roof again this year. Triple A's now using the major league baseball that's juiced and. Double A and um, Double A and Single A are not, and offense is down in Double A and Single A, and they're using the old um, baseballs. So um, Ryan, not to cut you off, but I got some breaking news. What's that? Aristides Aquino has been recalled. My boy, I'm. This is the only part that makes it worse. Excuse me, Ryan. I'm going to call rank on that one. Yeah, Ken, go ahead. I'm going to call rank on Aristides Aquino. Um, his perfect record will be broken of 0 for 1 with 1K. Um, but in, <laughs> in interest of the Reds, um, he's had an OPS of 992 this year. So him coming up, um, he deserves a chance to play right field. He's going to play right field um, when he plays. He probably won't start Thursday, but I expect him to start most of the games. Uh, to the question you asked me about what they gave up, um, I'm on the... Taylor Trammell has soured um, bandwagon. He was the number 17 prospect in all of baseball at the end of last year. And 
I was reading articles that said people expected him to be in the top 10 this year in the midseason rankings. Not only did he, six people ahead of him graduated, like Senzel and Tatis and Guerrero, and he fell 13 spots. So there, um, the Reds aren't the only one who think that he's worse than he was. I think they're selling while they can because if they're hedging their bets, if he goes another six months or a year of baseball and plays like this, if he goes to the Arizona Fall League and can't hit or starts opening next year and can't hit, then maybe he falls out of the top 100 and now they can't get anything. Um, so I don't hate it that they sold a depreciating asset. Now, could they bite them in the ass? Of course it could. Um, he plays as a left fielder because of his arm and his range. Um, I'll agree with Doug Gray that if Jesse Winker and, and Johnny Damon can play center field, then Taylor Trammell can play center field. Shout out to Doug Gray. Uh, there you go, Dougie. Uh, but- I believe in particular um, he said the only reason he wasn't playing center was because Jose Siri was. He's okay. glove level. So that, that's yeah. what he was quoted to say today. That makes sense. Um, then for Puig, um, Puig's been kind of streaky a la Jay Bruce. Um, he had an OPS of 538 um, through May. He was the best player in the league from May 2nd to middle of July, and since the middle of July, he's been OPSing 444. He has an OPS for the plus the, for the year of 95. Um, he, we kind of know what he is. He's a little above average a bat, but he's not, he's not as good as Reds fans wish he was, as his personality makes him appear to be. I got um, you. I got you. I love his personality. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Uh, um, so, and Scott Moss, if they trade a 12 prospect and get an 8 prospect back in in Hannah, then it's a wash. So, okay. yeah. Phil. Yep. Yeah. I, well, I mentioned earlier, I just trading, I mean, I have absolutely no problem with moving Trammell uh, in the right deal. I just don't think this was the right deal uh, for a guy with only control through next year. And um, the the qualifying offer, he's going to reject it because he's going to, if he really is, if if Bauer really is going to try to go year to year, he's going to be able to get a higher per year salary, which is his goal anyway. But he's not going to get $55 million to make the, the qualifying offer worthwhile uh, on our end. So uh, the risk reward, it's it, he's not going to accept it. Uh, so it's going to be, he's going to be one year and done. Um, so, but like I say, I would have traded Trammell on another deal. Uh, they probably should have traded him for real Mudo, uh, back in the off season, if that was really on the table. Um, so, and I, and I just don't want to talk about Puig cause I'm sad. It, it would be interesting to hear what the Phillies were wanting. I know they, they talked about either Sinzel or. Taylor Trammell, but there was no talk really about what the other piece was. Uh, the Marlins, if, right? No, yeah. Sorry, Marlins, not the Phillies. Sorry, yeah, he was the he went to the Phillies. Branch, your thoughts? 
I'm I'm gonna miss Blake. I I love the guy. Um, I don't think he's the answer overall to this to to you know all the Reds' woes. I mean, we saw that. We hoped he would be. We hoped he'd come into Great American, and we hoped he'd you know instead of his what is it thirty some home runs a year, he'd hit forty. It didn't happen. It looked like he tried for it to happen, and that kind of probably hurt his performance a little bit there in April, May. Um, I would have been happy giving up just Tremel for Bauer if they were signing Puig to an extension. Because this does make us a little bit weak in the outfield, depending on what Aquino can do. And, um, you know, O'Grady's out there. I'd, I'd really rather see Van Meter go to second base and stay there. Yeah, I so, think Senzel is a center fielder now. I mean, yeah, that's I think Senzel is a center fielder now. And and as far as Tramel goes, I mean, the the thing that crushes me, and this is not based on a stat, this isn't based on anything. This is based on just sheer watching YouTube videos of the guy swing a bat. Damn, sometimes he reminds me of the kid. He just does, and I'm scared to death. That's what he's going to turn into. You know, and that's what makes my gut turn. Is like. Did we just give away Griffey Jr.? He's got you a pretty know, sweet smell. I don't think so. I don't think I, we gave away Griffey. I don't Griffey, think so but... either, but did we? And Because sometimes you can see it. You can just see that swing there. And that's that's what got him up in the prospect list. But Ken made a great point on what, you know, that he's fallen with people coming out. I mean, that was an absolute fabulous point. Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch Tramiel. I'm gonna hell. I'm, I pay attention to the Padres because that rebuild is fascinating, as Ryan would say. It is. I'm yeah. all in on them. I love, I'm, I'm, I'm they might be kicking our ass. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and God, I'm gonna miss Puig. And you know what? That that was the saddest farewell ever. But Puig wears his emotions on his sleeve, and that's what makes him makes us all love him. Is where he just wears them on his sleeve, and that was everything raw and real with him. There's no bullshit. You know, well, I wish I'd have played better today. You know, I'm trying to play for the team, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, well, that pissed me off. I'm going to throw my damn helmet, you know. Those are yeah. the things that we love about him. He's like the eight-year-old all of us. You know, <laughs> I'm going to cry when I strike out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. So let's move to the first trade that the Reds made actually on the deadline day today. Hang on real quick. On Sinzel, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Faye tweeted out, he said he ran into Sinzel, which might be the first breaking news he's had ever um, since he's come back. Um, but uh, um, he asked Sinzel about moving back to second base, and Sinzel uh, said, that, nope, I think that's Josh's position from here on out. So, um, yeah, Sin- Sinzel's in center field probably for the long term. There's some clapping going on. He's got to stay in Hell, They don't yeah, have anything else. Going on. They don't have Who the fuck is clapping? <laughs> I'm clapping because I like that. <laughs> so let's, like, like I said, let's move on to trade number two, which was the first of the deadline today. The Reds traded Tanner Rourke to the Oakland Athletics for Jamison Hanna, and, and the Reds are going to kick in $2.1 million of Rourke's remaining salary. Now, Jameson Hanna was the A's number eight prospect, according to Baseball America, I believe. And uh, he's 21 years old, uh, center fielder. Let's start with you, Ryan. 
your thoughts on the Tanner Rourke deal. I absolutely loved it. This is how you sell a rental right here. You take a Taylor Rainey, you turn into a Tanner Rourke. You take Tanner Rourke, you turn into an organization's number eight outfield prospect. Um, you know, he's. it kind of seems like he is the guy that's replacing Trammell, which I don't think that he is as athletically gifted as Trammell, and he's probably a little further away as far as timeline goes. Um, but, you know, they're around the same age. They play the same position. I think he's I think he's really good defensively, if I remember correctly, um, from what I read earlier today. I mean, yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, he's like a poor man's poor Trammell, man. but but he's honestly he's probably closer to what if you're one of those people who have soured on Trammell, he's probably what you're expecting from Trammell. So um, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it, it was a great trade. Um, I hope that he's. Um, I hope he becomes a superstar. <laughs> he's got a better run. He's a sixty run and a fifty five arm. But his bat is not as good. He doesn't. He doesn't hit for any power whatsoever. He's so a he's most really line drive hitter. He's a line drive hitter, which means no power. Um, and breaking news: is, is he Billy Hamilton? I have no idea. But he has no power. He, he's a better fielder. He's a true center fielder, from what I've read. Um, and Trammell was not, but he doesn't have the bat prospect. Breaking news, he, uh, Jameson Hanna has slotted as the number 10 prospect in the Reds organization by MLB.com with, obviously, Taylor Trammell leaving. So, there you go. He's he's now the number 10 Reds prospect. Uh, I expect bad. that to move up, not honestly. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, especially for yeah. a rental that you gave up, that uh, somebody you're not going to re-sign. So, I think that's a good deal. You know, a 1 to 10 and, then getting, good. and then getting yeah. a power. I mean, it's not, right. It's not, it's not yeah. bad. Curious to see where Doug slots him. I, I really want to see what Doug slots him. Doug would really love to slot him. Uh, Burmy. Oh. <laughs> zing. Fucking zing. Wow. Um, I hope that Tanner Roark adapts the Jason Giambi diet because we all know he was eating Arby's when he got traded. And when he was, <laughs> with, the, when he was with the A's, Jason Giambi would eat two Big Macs, two large fries, and two large Cokes on the way to the ballpark every home game. So I really hope Tanner Roark becomes even thicker Roark and continues that trend when he goes out to the Oakland days. But that the, being said, Levon Hernandez diet. Levon, <laughs> God, who the fuck knows what that guy was doing? But I really, <laughs> I really hope um, that uh, this this Jameson Hanna kid cannot, you know, make something good of himself, make it to the show, um, you know, really prove that the trade, you know, the acquisition of Tanner Roark. Um, was one of the better moves the Reds have made in the last couple of years, you know, getting uh, getting a rental and then flipping him for a potential major leaguer. So, you know, that's just my hope there in the return. Woo. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Um, you know, getting away a one, getting a 10. Deep. Yeah. Uh, it, this is what you want. I mean, at the end of the day, it was better than what I expected. I thought they would get. And... Uh, you know, taking these guys and just at the end of the day, even if it's a lottery pick, uh, you got you got to roll that out. And so I'm happy to see the Reds doing something at the end of the day. This this is a, I, I think today kind of showed this is a Dick Williams show now. Um, I think the off is going to show is, is does he have full control of what's going on? You know, getting Bob to open up the purse and, and do what's needed, do something they haven't done before, and, and really get a free agent to come to town. Uh, 
but th- this this isn't the old front office. Even though for some reason, while Jockey's still roaming around those halls, this this isn't this is new. This, this and that gives me some excitement. So I'm happy with this one. Kev, um, I'm I look at Hannah as we've got now three or four center fielders that are all about the same level to me. T.J. Friedel, who is out all this year with a busted ankle. Um, Jose Siri, Marciani, and now Hannah. They're all four. None of them, well, I think Siri has a little more power than the rest, but then none of the rest of them are known for power. They're known for speed and playing great center field. I don't know if you guys saw that catch Siani made the other day. That beautiful yeah, it was guy great. To catch in center field. But it was that, number two on the sports center top ten. See? I, and he did the exact same thing, I think, the day before we drafted him. Or, yeah, in uh, the College World Series, something like that. Anyways. Siani uh, um, never been to the College World Series. Yeah, he, he was a high school. school. College. He did it in playoffs. He, he's two years younger than the rest of them. But my point was we've got now four center fielders, all of whom are probably better than Billy Hamilton at hitting. <laughs> but at, if one of them pans out, then we're, we're set with a number one and number two hitter, kind of leadoff type guy. And I think, like the set, like I said earlier, the fact that we got like a poor man's Tramel, but more of a true center fielder, it, it's less well because right now I think the thing they need the most in the minors is up the middle. Catchers, shortstops, center fielders. Catcher, so, especially, with just Stevenson's really the only, the only thing you got yeah. catching-wise. Oki, Oki can't hit at all. No, Oak. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, if I may, if I may interject, I did want to make an observation. Um, something I do think is a loss on a lot of people is yes, there are guys that absolutely rake for power in the minor leagues, but in the minor leagues, I feel like historically they play in more cavernous ballparks, and they have wider strike zones down there, so and it does the make it wilder. And yeah, exactly. And it, it does make it more difficult for guys to hit with power consistently at that level as uh, as they would as if they were you know a major league hitter with a major league ball, a major league strike zone, and major league pitching and um, <clears throat> you know umpiring. So I just want to add that in when it comes to power. Gotcha, a Phil. All la Jesse Winker. Phil. So yeah, I was just almost in a fight. Again. Yeah. Are you man. fucking kidding me? Oh my man, God! How, how fucking old was this guy? He'll be riding a bike. So okay, Jeez, here's what so. happened, motherfuckers. Oh I, and it was it was some goddamn punk. Uh, while I'm sitting here in my my car, uh, guy backs up in the parking lot, and uh, he looks like he's maybe 22 or 23, uh, not wearing a fucking shirt which I don't care, but smoking with a, like a four-year-old in the car and blowing smoke at her face. So I told him he needed to watch what the fuck he's doing. And it was almost on motherfucker. Phil, I don't believe you. Phil, Phil there's no way that happened. <laughs> you're, it absolutely you're happened. You, what? You're in the middle of, you're in the middle of Iowa. You're going to get shot and buried in a corner. I understand, shot. but you, you don't do that on. shit. There's children around. This is how TV shows are made. And started. Well, thanks for that input. Phil's and canceled. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a true detective show starting now. See, hey. my problem is that I am kind of stupid. 
This is true. <laughs> he just would have absolutely killed me. So, <laughs> so your thoughts uh, on the Tanner Rourke trade? <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good trade. Thank you, Ken. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rourke. They gave up number twenty-one prospect for six months of Rourke. Um, they got their number ten for two months of Rourke. Uh, I don't know how that's not a great deal for them. That's a net win um, in my Roark, opinion. Roark had been terrible over the last five starts. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know if that's a fluke or a trend, but with the acquisition of Bauer, he wasn't going to start. They had six starters, um, and he wasn't going to start. Now, I disagree with. Shout out to Chad Dotson. Um, I disagree that Malley should start when he comes back. Um, I think the Malley needs to get right in AAA, and I want to see Wood start. Um, I think it is important for the Reds to win games going down the stretch, even if they're not going to win the playoff, going to make the playoffs. I think it is important to buy credibility with the fan base. Uh, they're up attendance, they're up ratings, and if they tank going down the stretch and end up with 69 wins, they're not fans are going to go are going to go away. They need um, 80 wins would be a good milestone to show credibility going into Reds Fest, going into spring training to sell tickets um, to get ratings. Well, and here's the thing, Polly, give us your thoughts. Here's the thing, Reds fans. Baseball is business and business needs to start booming in Cincinnati. Like soon. I like this trade. It was a switch. It made up for when I saw this happen with 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 work. It made up for last night in my heart. I was over it. It took less than twenty four hours, and I was over it. I was like, okay, wow, the Reds are starting to treat this like business. And woo, I like your quote. This is not a Dick Williams show. I absolutely agree with you on that. It's definitely a hog and show. Also, it's definitely a hog show. Maybe a <laughs> corn hog show, <laughs> but. I think the Reds are going to be very interesting going into the winter, and they're going to be buyers. And they basically set themselves up with a rotation already. And then when they had to, they had to sell, and they did. Damn it, they fucking did it. They did what they needed to do, and they did it. I'm fucking happy. End of story. The Reds got the pitching, and then the Reds traded the pitching. Tanner Rourke was the pitching. If you didn't know, Branch, finish us off here. I fucking love this whole Roark thing from start to finish. Getting him for Tanner Rainey, him coming in and being exactly who he was supposed to be for the first half of the year up until the trade deadline. Then coming in and getting us a prospect that's going to slot in at number 10. Holy fuck. That never happens for the Reds. The flip of that thing never happens for the Reds. I mean, that's what shit, like how many relievers can we name from between, you know, going backwards from now to 2014 that were supposed to be flip of vets, and they totally imploded. But he did exactly what he had to do. I, hats off to freaking Tanner Roark. It was great. And he got exactly what we needed to get out of him. He gave us exactly the return that I would think that we'd want. And, uh, hell, somebody's going to pay that son of a bitch, like, you know, 15 mil a year to pitch for him next year. It yeah. worked out for him too. It's it's just a happy story. He gets the whole to thing. yeah. He gets to go to the a playoff contender. Yeah, he can have all the beef and cheddars he wants. 
Yep. He can have the internet where he's going. Hell. <laughs> you know, it, it's great. I love it. I absolutely love this whole thing with, with Tanner Rowe. Whose nickname was Beef and Cheddar at one point? Double Double is slightly better than Beef and Cheddar. We talked about this. I had to make one bad joke tonight. I got to keep up the streak. Yes. Uh, So there was one more trade. And if you look at Red's Facebook, it was the most controversial trade. (laughs) Scooter Jeanette. (laughs) Scooter Jeanette. Seamless segue into today in Red's Facebook. Dang on ninety-two. Scooter Jeanette was traded for the always popular player to be named Layer later to the San Francisco Giants for some reason. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt still dead. But <laughs> hey, walls work according to Dale. But Wow, Coop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Coop. So, uh, Tre- Trevor, ba- Trevor Bowers is a big fan of what killed Dale Earnhardt. Unfortunately. So Dale says no to the wall. Dale, Dale does not agree with the wall anymore at all. Yeah, Dale, does, Dale, Dale Earnhardt would not support the wall. Thank you. Not Coach. a bit. Not even a well, bit. But anyway. Bauer, this is a baseball <laughs> podcast. Yeah, let's get, back, let's get back His to the baseball. His neck needed yeah. more support. Right, buddy. Oh okay. Anyway, so Scooter was traded to the Giants for, like I said, a player to be named later. Uh, I think it was pretty obvious that the Reds were not going to re-sign him. So, you know, via Condios, whatever. But more importantly, I think this is what opens up second base for Josh Van Meter to give him an extended look to see, is this for real, what he's doing right now? I'm going to start with you, Wu. Give, give me your thoughts on the end of the Scooter era. I am ecstatic about this. I really am. I, I think, again... Me too. Dick Williams, this doesn't happen with in, uh, any other time within the Bob era, in my opinion, whatsoever. This is moving somebody out uh, that was blocking a younger player that's going to be here for the window, hopefully, to see what they're going to do, right? To get... A few, give him two months of major league experience, a large sample size to see, is this our second baseman or slash outfielder uh, of next season? Or is he a bench player? Or is it just not going to work out? Uh, in the past, they wouldn't have done this. And I think it's another big sign of the front office having evolved, having changed. And it, that gives me a lot of hope, and which can be a dangerous thing. But I... I love this because otherwise I was expecting this not to happen. And in fact, they got anything at all. They could have traded him for, you know, I made a joke about better Wi-Fi at GAPP, uh, you know, the ballpark. And I'd have been happy because Scooter had no value. Um, you know, a, a player to be named later, you know, the guy who's going to be starting second base was a player to be named later. So yes, he was. So you never know what that might turn into uh, at the end of the day. So um, it's very exciting. Uh, I like it. Uh, you know, the other option was they were good. Hey, DFA him because, in my opinion, he shouldn't have been starting, shouldn't really have been taking up a roster spot after the trade deadline. So th- this is just, I think, an overall win for the team, for the future of the team, and and where the front office is thinking. Phil. So, uh, bye, Scooter. Quit scrolling for porn. Pay attention. I was tweeting. That's where the guy was wanting to beat you up is because you were looking at porn in the parking lot. 
Anyway, pervert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ken, go ahead. Uh, to get a warm body for anything, scooter. Um, famous players to be named later, in addition to Josh Van Meter, um, David Ortiz, Michael Brantley, Jesse Roscoe, Scott Brocious, Moises Alou, and Jason Schmidt. Those were all players to be named later. Huh. Am I saying that whoever they get is going to turn into that guy? Of course not. But it's better than him starting and hitting 100 in front of Josh Van Meter for the next two months. So exactly. it's a win-win. Also, shout out to the guy on Facebook who th- thinks that Buster Pussy is the player to be named later. Uh, Branch. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to yeah, make that I- joke. <laughs> I'm down with the scooter trade. I mean, I they should have traded him last winter, and they didn't. And but hell, you know, I think Wu and Ken are totally right. This is a totally different front office, and I love that. I mean, it's it's nice to know that we're making baseball decisions, not based on what the West Side would freak out the fuck about. You know, <laughs> sorry, West Side <laughs> of Cincinnati, if you're pissed off about that, but. You kind of hold up to it a little bit, you a little know? bit, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, just because just because he's born there and everything else does not mean he needs to stay there. Yeah, and it, here's an idea: Reds do not overpay for Kyle Schwarber because he's from fucking Middletown. Yeah, that would be dumb. That's dumb. Really, really dumb. It would sell tickets for like four games, and then the Social Security check would run out, and that would be that. Yeah, Tom would orgasm at. on the air. It would. Oh my god! <laughs> Cut that. You beat me to it, Phil. Damn it! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Burmy, your thoughts on Scooter? So what I think is funny is <clears throat> there were lots of people tweeting how mad they were, <clears throat> but they had no frame of reference that not only was Scooter traded for a player to be named later, they gave money to the San Francisco Giants. Am I am I incorrect in that assessment? Did I read that wrong? I think it was just no, covering are, the rest they, of the They're paying money for Scooter to pay somewhere else. Scooter getting paid. Yeah. yeah. So the, the Brandon that's, Phillips that's deal. Where, that's where Scooter is right now at Scooter Lovers. They paid for him to go somewhere else for an unknown player that they haven't named yet. That's what his value is. His OPS, what, what? Sorry, yeah. His OPS right now is four eighty nine. This yeah, season, he he's been yeah. terrible since he came back. Yeah, so he you know, hit four home runs in one game, though. He well, hit four home runs in one game. And Homer Bailey threw two no hitters. So why the <laughs> fuck didn't we get him back? We should have got him back from the what? Athletics for Tanner Roark. Why is there an accent? I mean, kind I'm of making a, fun of people kind that, of a uh, dick. that you know. Yes, it was. It was. You know why not? That's an accent haver. I do. I do not care. <laughs> I was doing my Chad impersonation. Was it good? No, yeah, it was terrible. Oh, that was a bad one. Oh. Shout out to I'm Chad. Good. I'm good. Shout out to Chad. Dutton. It wasn't. It wasn't actually a Chad impersonation, but we we can cut my you know the last part out. But yeah, no, I thought it was great. They got something out of Scooter, and that's more than any of us could have asked for. And I think we're all glad that Josh Hamilton is going to be playing second base. And here's the thing, Polly. Give me your thoughts on Scooter. Here's the thing. Reds fans, anyone, any Reds fan, not West Side, East Side, Northern Kentucky, Indianapolis, wherever. Reds fans put too much emotion into certain players. Ahem! Way too much emotion. The fuck was that? 
Columbus. Columbus, yes. Oh, nobody gives a shit about Columbus. Oh, my God. West Virginia. (laughs) I I have some breaking news. Iowa. Go with your breaking news. I I think uh, someone's calling the cops on me. (laughs) Yes. Keep your phone on so we can record it. You can't unmute in a hotel parking lot and Uh, jerk the porn, dude. You cannot do it. I'm not 100% 100 sure, but I think maybe, yeah. Just remember, so, leave it unmuted we'll, so we can all... Leave it unmuted so we can record it. Oh, my God. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> right. Red October became live PD. This is fucking fantastic. <laughs> all right. There's a, dude up the, there's a dude up on the fourth floor of the hotel looking out through the blinds with the phone uh, uh, staring at me. So, sitting in the car. So, so, he's looking for his drug dealer. Oh, my God. He probably thinks... I don't even know what he thinks you're doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, he can see you. He can see you jerking it there in the parking lot. That's true. I don't think he can actually top, see, but yeah. All right. You should put your shirt back on just to make sure. And your He's pants. Yeah. <laughs> you you so. have some really bad habits, Phil. Really bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. I'll, I'll keep you updated. Keep keep us updated. We'll 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 finish this topic and then we'll go back and see if you've got cops on you. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you give us your scooter thoughts? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Polly. I forget. I'm sorry about that. Phil rudely interrupted me. I lost go ahead. My I lost my thought. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, go <laughs> ahead, Ryan. Okay. Um, you know, Burmy, don't forget that uh, at one point in time, Trey Turner was a player to be named later in a trade. Uh, sure. That's how he became a Washington National. So, bye, Scooter. Fuck off. Um, you seem like a great guy with a really bad hairline, but, um, you know, you hit four home runs in one game. You were a very good second baseman. Uh, well, you're a very good hitter. So you didn't there play you second base the, the best. Um, I hope he goes to San, I hope he goes to San Francisco and I hope he plays really well. Um, I don't think he will because that park is brutal to hit in. And, um, you know, I, I'll see you later. Um, thanks for leaving the spot warm for Josh Van Meter for a couple weeks. Look at the positive side. The Reds can now re-sign him without a, a risking a draft pick. So but Let's just not. Let's not, though. Let's not do that. Kev, wrap us up on Scooter. Well, I was just glancing around looking at um, the prospects from San Francisco, and they've got a, a lot of Right-headed pitchers and a couple of lower-level shortstops. They've also got a few um, international players that they've signed. So they've got like a 17-year-old in rookie ball. But I, I'm guessing we get to pick somewhere out of the top 30, probably in the lower 10. But there's, they seem to have some decent depth there. So who knows? Yeah, the, but the yeah, Giants system. Anybody is, for scooter? Yeah, the Giants system is really. Really, yeah, no, it's not. It's like it's like this really like middle that's like kind of shitty, and then it's really great when you get to the lower levels. Yeah, they've got depth, a lot of it. It looks like. Phil, give us an update on your uh, impending arrest. Uh, don't see any police officers at this time, so I think we're okay so far. Do you need to go into your room? To avoid 
detection. Uh, how how much longer are we going here? I mean, if it avoids you being arrested, you can jump off now if you want. No, I'm, I'm going to take my chances. I'm not doing anything wrong. Fuck them. You're <laughs> paranoid. You're smoking weed, probably. That doesn't mean you won't be arrested. Phil's out oh, there. Just unmute. Phil, just it, unmute when they when they do. I will totally roll up, unmute yes. because we're going to need protection here. So uh, <laughs> I, the, the truth will be my, <laughs> ask my the best cop, defense. The truth will ask set the, you free. Ask the when cop to be on the podcast. Body cavity search. Yes. When, well, I mean, I'm going to ask for one. When the, that's, <laughs> when sir, the, put your penis away. Please put your penis away. When the cop is el- elbow deep in you, ask him if he'll come on the podcast and, and describe the procedure that he's doing to you. This, absolutely. Well, yep. podcast. This is going to be the greatest episode of the Hunt for Red October podcast of all time. If you get arrested and we can hear it, yes, absolutely it will. And we will not cut it. As soon as they knock on the window, say my safe word is pineapple juice. (laughs) The claw episode will call the number two. (laughs) No no sign of the, the police yet. All right. I think we're good. Let's go. Okay. Well, moving on. Why don't we move on to the corn hog of the week? And as I should say, the Tom Brenneman Memorial Cornhog of the Week. Tom Brenneman was voted by you, the listeners, to be the Cornhog, the the very first Cornhog of the Week last week. So, in his honor, it, no, go ahead. Is there going to actually be a, a, a poll this week? Because I think it's kind of a no-brainer. There will be a poll, but we'll okay. we'll still go through it. Uh, so Tom Brenneman ran away with the first Cornhog of the Week, and so the award is now named after him, the Tom Brenneman <laughs> Memorial Cornhog of the Week. So very briefly, let's go around the room, and everybody will nominate their Cornhog of the Week, also known as the Dick of the Week, and then we will decide on the top four that will be voted on by the people. Branch, your Cornhog of the Week. Clint motherfucking Hurdle. Clint Hurdle. I think I think we can end it there. Like, Go that's who it is. Fuck yourself. Does anybody have any other nominees, or should we just vote on and say that's the dick of the week? No. Well, the pitcher. That's it. The dude who actually did throw it at Deke oh, and then admitted it. Yeah, and then admitted it, and he needs to get twenty day or at least twenty games. Uh, you know he's only going to get five. Guy. Fuck him. If that. David Bell is going to get like 15 games, guaranteed. I can appreciate oh that the entire Red Amir, team Amir's was no way. He no, came no, out of the clubhouse oh after already being kicked out. You guys, you guys are really overshooting this. Amir's gonna, Amir's gonna get like seven to ten, and Bell's like five. Yeah, I agree with Bernie. I don't think the. I don't you think guys are severely. You guys are saying what it should be versus what it's going to be. And Clint Hurdle will continue to get zero. Clint Hurdle will yeah. get nothing because that's what baseball Clint, does. Yeah, he'll get. He'll Can you get believe ten thousand dollars in his in his post game in his post game interview? Clint Hurdle's like, I have two fake hips, but back in my drinking days, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? He's still in like his drinking days. Well, he's saying, drunk he's bastard. Saying like back back in my drinking days, yeah, I would have gotten up. And it's like, dude, holy shit, Clint Hurdle cannot. I can't. I got. I, I got. I just couldn't believe he said that to the media after the game. Oh, I can. It's Clint Hurdle. It's Clint Hurdle, of course. 
Clint Hurdle can get he's fucked. A, he's a real fucking Yinzer hero. Kevin, your thoughts? Uh, it has to be any kind of any Pittsburgh Pirate. I just thought it was funny that Archer was getting trampled by the whole team. That video, I yeah, what a little bad. Oh, uh, John Boy's John Boy's video was yeah. great. Shout out to John Boy oh. on Twitter. He's a he's a Yankees yeah, fan. That was great. But he always does those videos yeah. of the ejections, and his on this fight was hilarious. It was yeah, great. So, so that, and then I I highly appreciate David Bell uh, bum rushing Clint Hurdle. But um, yeah, well, I'll go Clint Hurdle. We need to talk about this brawl now that we've talked about it. First of all, first of all, fuck the Pirates. But second, Amir Garrett just became the goat, the face of the franchise. Yes. He just walked over to the entire Pirates bench and said, I'm fighting all you motherfuckers. And that's what he did. And he got a pat on the yes. ass to go. Yes. Well, yeah. It was like, okay, you can go now. Go fight. And you Amir's like, now. Yeah. time yeah. to go. Yeah, like he literally, he was like, I'm going to go fight them. And then he got patted on the ass and just went over and did it. Like, it was so obvious what he was about to do. And, you know, he just got patted on the ass. Like, all right, yeah, let's get somebody up in the bullpen because, you know, he's about to go beat the shit out of somebody. And then, yeah, Chris (laughs) Chris Archer getting cucked by the entire everyone is just the greatest thing of all time. (laughs) You got to appreciate, you got to appreciate Bell's quote that everybody heard him screaming at Clint Hurdle. You're a piece of shit. Piece of shit. You're a piece, you're a piece of, shit. of shit. I love it. But it's factual. It's factual. It's big facts. It's fun. This fight so was great. the most fun we've had. And then Joe Madden's going yeah, yeah. to send uh, Bell like like three cases of wine. Woo, yeah. your thoughts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, uh... Wake up. I've never seen anything like that, and uh, it's all in Major League Baseball and Joe Torre, and they're not going to do shit, and it's going to continue. So I'll be really surprised if anything really comes out of that at all. I agree. For the Pirates. I mean, I, I loved uh, the pitcher, you know, contradicting the manager, and then <laughs> <laughs> Hurdle saying, I'll talk to him about that. Uh, the, 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 you know. It's the pirates. They're the they're the ones that do it, and uh, they're going to continue to do it because baseball doesn't give two shits. So the only sad there was well, there was two sad things. There was two sad things for me. One, Amir missed on that first punch. If he had connected, that dude would have been down. Oh my god! But he might have broke his hand too. Well, that's true. That's okay. Worth well, it. But yeah, two, it would have been, been a rough net over punch. But. The last view of Yasiel Puig as a red is wanting to kick the ever living shit out of Kyle Crick's ass, or is that? I don't even know if that's his first name, Crick. It's spelled Creek. Creek, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite. Creek. But him going after <laughs> that dude, like it's time to go, and the dude talking shit when he's got like five of his teammates between them. Shout out to Yasiel Puig, you are forever a favorite for wanting to just fight everybody. And here's the thing. Polly, give us your thoughts on the brawl. It was cool. Let the kids play. My favorite part was uh, sweet, soft-spoken, sunny, great. Just getting all up in the in the Pirates shit. Like, dude, I, I was very surprised about him uh, 
he was pissed about him going after everyone. I was like, oh my god, Sonny Gray, Jesus. Sonny, Sonny got he's a hillbilly. He's gonna get if right. there's a fucking bar fight. He's gonna be there. He's gonna hit some with a goddamn beer bottle. Come on, he's a hillbilly. He just it just really surprised me. I just didn't see that kind of because he doesn't like have that demeanor. Well, and Ryan, he's usually you know, collected. So. Ryan, you could say that that Sonny got a little stormy there. Ah. No, 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 I don't get it. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, wow. God, what a bad joke. Sh- oh. Shut up, Barbie. <laughs> Fucking hippie. Damn. <laughs> I'm so sad you to pick up on the sarcasm. Catch us up on the uh, the brawl here. I own a Los Rojos Amir Garrett jersey, and if I see him at Reds Fest or somewhere else, I want him to sign it. Fuck the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I I volunteered once at Reds Fest, and I did a photo booth, and I got to meet Amir, and he's he's actually a really nice guy. <laughs> That's the thing. He's a really nice guy, but well, when he was sitting there flexing, it? oh my god. <laughs> it was so, speaking of Amir Garrett, I think this is a good time to do a shout-out to the sponsor of the podcast, the Cincy Sports Gallery. Go to, go to the Cincy Sports Gallery for all your clearance to Scooter Jeanette items. What about Dale Earnhardt memorabilia? Well, yeah, for all your Dale Earnhardt Scooter memorabilia. Uh, they actually, I think they still have some Yasiel Puig stuff, so... That doesn't need to be uh, discounted as much, but the scooter stuff—it's got to go. All, all scooter stuff must go. The Puig stuff should go up in value. I mean, for love of God, that was just—I mean, how do you walk off the field? You're walking the field. You don't even know you've been traded. He's not even hugging. He's just walking to the freaking clubhouse, being like, "Yeah, I'll beat these fuckers' asses anytime." You know, I mean, it just there's no way any other player has ever come in. For four months on one team and have that much impact to us fans. There's no way. It's just it just can't happen. We, it, it's fabulous. It's awesome. It's the best thing ever. We stand. And yeah, and we Amir stand Garrett the wild horse. We stand the horse. We we do. Puig and, forever. And Amir, okay, here's the question: Is he going to get a standing ovation the next time he comes to uh, Great American Ballpark? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. He better. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, I, I have fuck Reds fans that he don't. Yeah, he'll be he, he'll be beloved by most the majority of Reds fans probably his entire career. We'll be cheering his name loudly again next opening day when he's in right field. I hope to yeah, God. Yes, that, that's wishful thinking. I mean, I would love it, but you know, duh, not Coop, Coop, can you and I sit next to each other at opening day again? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, shout! Hell yeah! <laughs> Especially we, because you can drink now. That's true. I couldn't drink on opening day. Can we throw baseball again on opening day? That was fun. Now you, now you all got me wanting to go to a baseball game again. <laughs> so let's let's go to a baseball, baseball game. Baseball game, yeah. Last game I went uh, to, the Reds lost by ten. So I don't know. Ryan, <laughs> did you guys see what Bauer did today? Yeah, he went and we bought a ticket and went to the Indians game as a fan. Like, not in the dugout, not, like, with the team, as a fan. And just sat there and watched the baseball game in the, in the well, think like, bleachers. Think about He's going to announce his retirement tomorrow. 
I'm t- I'm telling you, man. I well, I think I, I I said it before to uh, to you guys. I think he reminds me of that guy. Like, if he does not get the contract that he wants, um, after next season, like he'll just retire and start a podcast about aliens, and that'll be the rest of his life. Um, he is the batshit crazy Pat McAfee, um, and way less awesome. So I I don't know. I, I, still hate that I made the comparison that he's now the Reds Joe Mixon. I know that's probably not very fair because he didn't Ooh, break a, a woman's face, but it didn't hit a woman on the face. Yeah, that's not very fair. I, I'm not going to. But has he had the chance to? Has he been given the chance to? Just that's that's what we got to ask. I mean, pro athlete, yes, he has. Probably, yes, yeah, probably. Good call, Branch. I think we're going to want to have our attorneys listen to this episode uh, before uh, being po- uh, posted. Shut up, Phil. No, no, no only no. you, Phil, because you're the one jacking the, it in a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, you're the one who needs the attorney to get in, and we're not bailing you out for jacking it in a parking lot in Iowa. Not in fucking Iowa. Well, see, now... If you, were jacking it, if you were jacking it in Georgia, that's one thing, but you're jacking it in Iowa. I'm going to have to check my contract. So no cops have showed up? Not yet. I'm a little disappointed to tell you the truth. That's I guess you I interrupt call. me. You interrupt I mean, me because you're hearing paranoid. someone get shot on right. a podcast would be kind of cool. I would want to hear him get tased and like scream and then piss Don't his pants. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> and then like the cop's like, that's oh my how- God, he's pissing his pants. And we get that on the <laughs> that's how That's how Phil gets downloads. So, so Coop, uh, <laughs> if you want to make the Corn Hog of the Week a, a poll, how about we put uh, 76 wins as the other option? Not that it's going to win, but can, we, can that be the other option? 76 wins, yes. Yes. Okay. I'll do a po- just two options, Clint there Hurdle or 76 wins. Thank and you. And Bauer, because fuck that guy. Yeah, you could have Bauer as a third one. Okay. Well, we might as well have a fourth now. Shit. Bob Castellini. <laughs> Yes, yeah, Phil. Phil. Let's Let's get Phil to it. Just make Doug. Or Walt put, Dockett. Walt Dockett. put Doug as the fourth. Shout out to Doug. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I think Phil should be added to the list. Phil. Let's put okay. Phil All right. We'll Fine. put Phil. Yeah. Put yeah. me on the list. Oh. Yeah. Phil, you might Phil. win. You know what, Phil? Holy cow. I'm a superhero. You guys are lucky Phil, to know me. What city are oh, you in? Oh, how the turntables. I'm in Des Moines. Des Moines? How about uh, the, the, the Des Moines Police Department could be... Could yeah, be they should have arrested your ass. Yeah, they are <laughs> they the corner of the week. The Des Moines that's, Police that's Department. A, Thank I, you. I might technically be trespassing uh, in the parking lot. Are you not a guest there? I am a guest here, but they don't know that. The hotel doesn't know that? Well, no, the so hotel I think that means does, that you're not if, a guest. If someone called the cops, they wouldn't know oh, I was fine. a guest when they got here. It's too bad that Life PD know. is not yeah. in Des Moines. There's a kid on a damn scooter, though. I think it's a bad sign. Go yell at him Speaking on the scooter. podcast. Get out no, of your car and go yell at him. I, I save children. I don't, I don't put them in danger. Kev, your thoughts? Uh, speaking of scooter, there's... Uh, the, the the Facebook post about Scooter has over two thousand comments. Oh my god. Yeah, if you it go is. if you go to today's Facebook on uh on Twitter, my my other account here, I've probably put about twenty of those comments out there and I'll probably check it again when we're done recording and maybe put a few more. So yeah. So that'll about wrap up this special trade 
deadline edition of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. We'll go around the room and have everybody give their final thoughts. Let's start with Branch. Give us your final thoughts. All right. This is going to sound weird after this podcast, but I'm actually positive about the remaining part of the season. And it's just, I don't know, my internal optimism or something. I don't know. But I honestly think the Reds can make a run for the division if Bauer pitches at the band. I swear he can. They get Wu's head play, just exploded right now. Yes, I, I know Wu's going to explode. <laughs> but if they, they play God, six six fifty baseball, people. if they play six fifty baseball, they need to eighty seven wins. Eighty seven wins. What are you division. smoking? Oh my God in heaven! I am drinking Tito's and Bud Light. So blame it on that and <laughs> eternal optimism. Now, is that realistic? No, it's not. Can it happen? Sure. But it is the oh, best okay. rotation in the NL Central. That's all I'm saying. You know, so I, I just want to try to end on a positive note, you know. It's, but they, they could make some magic happen here. Or they could win 70 games. Will you give us your final thoughts as a follow-up to that? My, my final thoughts is 500. You know, that's what I want this team to end up as. And I am, with the moves I made, and Van Meer obviously getting some starts, and Quino coming up. Uh, I'm really excited, interested in what David Bell is going to do. Um, I would love for him to to do something like, uh, hey, we're going to start Peraza. You know, we're going to put Inglesias back on the bench, and we're going to start Peraza. You know, shortstop, second outfield. Vander, we're going to split time between second out. Like, just get these guys starts all over the place. Make this roster really flexible. Um, you, you know, do some. Um, between left and right, you got Winker, uh, uh, Aquino. You know, you got some platooning options. I, I would love to see this club try to, you know, maximize those wins, get back to 500, and, and build a lot of flexibility. So when free agency rolls around, they have a lot of paths they could go down. Of okay, this didn't work out, and we can pivot to this. Um, I think this this lineup's young and gives them a lot of flexibility. It's a really exciting thing. I want to see what David Bell does these last two months of the season with that. So that's my final thoughts. Burmy, your final thoughts. Go Reds. Super. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, your final thoughts. I would like to use this time to give a shout-out to my uh, seven, almost eight-year-old daughter who started her first day of eighth grade today. Um, shout to Ryan's kid. You're not going to uh, let her listen to this, are you? No. No. What I will probably do is I will fast-forward to this part and let her just hear that part. Um so future Ryan, if you're listening to this, uh, turn it off now. Um, I would also like to give a big fuck you to the Twitter account that uh, our beloved Uncle Ram calls Francie. So fuck you. Um, and also... Ending this on a family note, I really like it. I really like it. <laughs> and here's the thing. Polly, give us your final thoughts. Here's the thing. Will, I'm with you. All I care about is 500 base. I want to be very realistic about that too. Sorry, Branch, but I'm all about bringing kids up for some fresh cup for a fresh cup of coffee. Whoever that kid is, I don't know, but bring them on up. Let's show them how the big leagues are, and then send them back down next year. Just like Keith Law talked all about us with, bring the kids up for a fresh cup of coffee. Let's see what happens. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Let the kids play. Let the kids play. Ken, your final thoughts. Kudos to the Reds for doing 
um, for making moves. Was their most active deadline since 2015 when they traded Leak and Cueto. Um, they haven't done shit since then. Um, and injured Trevor Bauer is still better than league average. That's pretty good. So if he gets healthy, I assume he'll be back to 2018 levels. The 2019-2020 Reds are, are better than they were two days ago. With Bauer, um, tr- uh, Trammell wasn't going to contribute. And I think that who the Reds have on their roster can equal or be, or be better than, than what Puig did. Um, I'm really rooting for uh, Teddy Zacchino and Josh Van Meter. They raked in AAA this year. They've earned a spot. The Reds really need help versus right-handed pitching. Dietrich, Peraza, and Puig were terrible. Um, Taylor Trammell might be Juan Duran or Jorman Rodriguez. Shout out to obscure former Reds. Um, Shout out to yourself. I think Cheers. I think he's more likely to be one of them or Reggie Taylor than he is to be Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. I root for all. Um, I, I rooted for BJ Ryan when they traded him away. I rooted for Justin Turner when they traded him away. So I'm rooting for all Reds minor leaguers when they get traded away. But um, they get traded away because they don't have hope. And Coop, yes, I really appreciate I appreciate your efforts to get Clint Frazier. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't work though. Hopefully, Almost. it didn't work. Hopefully, maybe maybe this winter, maybe um, to get to 85 wins. The Reds need to go 35 and 21. That shit's not happening. winning percentage. That shit's not happening. Probably not going to happen, but they're more likely to do it now than they were 48 hours ago. Thanks for your time. Phil, your final thoughts. So I'm on team branch here. Branch, you, it's you and me against the world, buddy. Uh, let's in the immortal words of Jake Taylor from major league. There's only one thing to do. Win the whole fucking thing. So let's go. And then also shout out to Jason. Let's go! Don't interrupt me, damn it. (laughs) Fuck you, let's go. Come on. (laughs) Shout out to Jason London. Shout out to Jason. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. No, we'll interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, Kev, your final thoughts. The the best news I heard today was an article um, on The Athletic, and it mentioned... They were talking to some of their players about their reaction of getting power. And a lot of the guys, while sad to see Puig go, they're really excited to have Bauer on the team, a pitcher of that talent, because they've all batted against him. They know how good of a pitcher he is. And they're all they're all saying the same thing. We, we might have the best pitching staff in the league going in the rest of the season and next year. Even Alex Wood, who – has pitched with some of the greatest pitchers in our generation has said this might, this next year might be the best rotation he's ever been a part of. So they've got, they're excited about it. So it gives me a reason to be excited. If, if we can increase our 65 million projected payroll for next year by adding a couple hitters, things will go pretty well. Okay. For my final thought, I'm going to talk to Trevor Bauer, Trevor. I know you've been a piece of shit for probably most of your life. What's the time not to be? I I believe in second chances. Here's your time. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong that you're not a piece of shit psychopath. I would love nothing more than you to prove me wrong. 
please. Thank you. So, for Branch and Kevin, Phil, Ken, Polly, Ryan, Burmy, and the Woo, this is Coop saying we will talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, where the river winds. the Mason and the Dixon line. And the ways for me I know. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio.